Hey friend, I have a really special episode for you. I sat down with one of my business besties, Denise Shad. She is a self-empowerment coach. She is amazing and magical. I absolutely love her. She's also a spiritual mentor and a speaker and a beautiful artist. And this woman has done so much beautiful work in the world. And I have had the privilege of being one of her business besties for the past, I don't know, handful of years. And we were speaking a few months back and our conversation went into really what it means to run a soul-led business and how it's so easy to get distracted by all of the noise and all of the doing that we can forget what is the most important thing. And that is the impact we're here to make. And part of that impact is knowing when to pivot in your business. And this can be such a challenging thing to really understand um, when to do that and how to do that. And we were talking about how we have to go into our inner knowing and we have to listen to those inner hits. I call them lightning strikes and she calls them just that moment, that inner divine moment where you just hear it. And in this episode, we talk about it in great detail. So I am so excited to really introduce you to Denise and her magical world. And I cannot wait to have her back on the show already. And we just ended the episode. So that's how good this is. So listen in and be ready to sink in to your own inner knowing. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Joy Kaya, and I've enjoyed running my own business for over a decade. And I love talking about all things spirituality, metaphysics, leadership, business, and community building. My favorite part of my work is spending time with wildly ambitious soul-led entrepreneurs, visionaries, and change makers. And I want to share their magic with you too. So I've invited some of my favorite leaders, mentors, and business besties to share their wisdom with you. We talk all things self-development, business strategy, and what it takes to be in alignment mentally and emotionally so you can do the thing you were born to do. A bit about me, I am a soul-led entrepreneur, podcaster, mother of four, and the most grounded free spirit you will ever meet. A crystal-loving, boot-wearing lady who is unapologetic, wild, and raw. I am all for finding your passion and directing it into your purpose. And of course, doing it in style with sparkle and sass. I teach you here how to navigate the fun and the hard stuff around running a business, becoming a CEO, sharing your message, and making your impact. So get ready to learn, expand, and grow. This is the Wild Soul Academy Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Wild Soul Academy podcast. I am so honored to be sitting here with Denise Shad. Hi, Denise. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. Beautiful. I am so grateful that you're here. And I know so much about you. We have been on a path together for quite some time. We have been business accountability partners. We have been touching business besties and true friends. And I am so honored to have you in my life. And, I, and you have so much magic, love. So much mm-hmm. magic. Denise, will you just share a little bit about yourself so our listeners can learn more about you? Thank you so much for inviting me today. Um, Absolutely. Super honored to be here. I'm a spiritual mentor. I do intuitive energy clearings, genetically balance their own energy. I'm an artist, paint. I paint some amazing abstract art with tons of color. And I've written two books. My second book was a bestseller, an Amazon bestseller um, called Spirit Speaks, Experiencing the Loss of Self to Discover the Love of Self. So that's actually my memoir. If you want the long version of my story, you can check that out. But those are the things I do. But who am I? Mm. Who am I? Is, is the, the question I ask myself quite often is, what am I? Um, and I ask this often um, because um, the experiences I've been having lately in, in life, in the, my human life, is, is presencing this energy. And presenting it in a way that um, that reminds people of who they are. And it's been a technique that I have been working on for a few months and really honing it in. And 
what's been interesting about this experience is um, my grandson, who is 12 years old, is my greatest teacher. Minding your own energy because we are all powerful. And I think a lot of times our powerful energy is being, I want to, I'm going to say this in a positive way. (laughs) It can be overbearing and it can, and we want so much for others to have the same capacity of joy in our life. And um, we actually have the power to do that for others, but that doesn't mean that we should. And that's what my grandson is teaching me. And it means I trust that knows his path and knows where he wants to go. And I'm just there as the reminder of what he is, which is life. Mm. And to mind my own energy is is the lesson. And, and that's what I teach a lot of people is just learning to mind our own energy. Wow. Another form of mind your own business. That's right. I love it. It's actually a little nice, nicely said, but it's like legit, like watch yourself. Well, first of all, uh, everyone can't see your beautiful art in the background, but I can. I'm going to have to take a screenshot of this because I'm going to post it on social media for everyone to see. It's gorgeous. Your art is so beautiful and so transforming. It actually is more of a transmutation. It's a total full experience. Mm -hmm. And I love your share around mining our own energy and becoming definitely more aware of how we show up. And so many healers and sacred business individuals, like they, they want to heal others so greatly that they think they have to do the work for them. They think they have to do so much more than just be the role model, just show up and be your authentic self, be your true self and trust. And that's Mm -hmm. like really hard to do consistently day in and day out. So we do have to mind our own energy. We have to do our own work. We have to be in silence and allow our highest version of us to show up and speak and guide us. Otherwise we do, we end up wiping all of our stuff all over everyone, pushing our will, all of the things. And then we end up in this place of discomfort and disconnect. And we don't necessarily understand why no one's signing up for that program or the phone's not ringing or the inbox isn't full. And sometimes it's because we've been a little too pushy because we mean well, what we have to call that in. So I love that you're talking about that. And I love that you're learning it through your grandson because children are our greatest teachers, aren't they? They're amazing. They are. are. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Well, I want to, you know, I think this completely applies to where we're going today, but we came in together to talk about how to know when to pivot in your sacred business. Mm. You know, Mm. we are always evolving and growing and exploring as healers and intuitives and sacred guides here in the world. And I know for me, my, my number one goal is to not get too attached to who I'm serving or how many people I'm serving, but to be very clear, like show up and be centered and do the thing that you feel called to do. And that can be an ongoing challenge, I think, for all of us. I'd love to hear your take on that because I feel like we were having a little bit of a chat prior to this around sticking with a business too long, Mm -hmm. (laughs) pushing it to work. So what is your take on the pivot? How do we know when it's time? I think we can feel it. I think we can truly feel it. And a lot of times um, I'm going to speak for myself here. I don't want to know the truth that it's not working. Right. But then, Hey, if you look at the numbers, you look at the history of the business, you know, because it is a business, we do have to look at the numbers because that's really what business is all about is numbers at the bottom line. And as in, as a spiritual business owner, I thought I, you know, I was had a 15 year good run as a um, brick and mortar personal trainer. And that business was all about numbers. How many people can you get in? How many people did you need? Blah, blah, blah. X amount goal. I mean, it was a push and it was running numbers all the time. So when I started my spiritual business, I didn't want to look at the numbers. Right. 
-hmm. It was, oh, it's, you know, the universe will serve. I'm serve me up. You know, I'm just going to go out there and do my thing and it will all work out. And I didn't look at the numbers. When we push came to shove, I had to look. Yes. And it was, you know, being truthfully honest, this isn't sustainable. Something has to shift. And for myself, just recently uh, on the path as um, as a spiritual mentor, you know, it came to me that it wasn't sustaining my life. It was sustaining the business, but it wasn't sustaining my life. And that's not what I signed up for. And that was a hard thing to admit to myself. Once I made that, that admission to self, then the pivot could happen, like the next thing could come in. And um, for me, I get a lot of downloads when I run and when I'm in nature. And so I got the message and it was something, you know, anytime, and I write this in my book too, you know, when spirit speaks, it's always asking me to do that thing that I don't want to do. Yes, absolutely. It's not that it's hard. It's just that, no, I don't want to go that direction, right? But when the voice comes, it's always very loud and clear. And it's like, okay, it's time. Yeah. So in this case, I heard the voice again. And this, you know, and we pivot many times, mm-hmm. but we can feel it. And that would be the first thing I would say is we can feel it. We can feel it in the pit of our stomach. Yes. Isn't, hey, this isn't working out. Absolutely. And it so, usually comes after we've tried. Uh, <laughs> and for me, it's paid. I've paid for everybody's program. I have joined every group. I have, you know, I've done everything possible. Right. And it still, it still wasn't working. Absolutely. Because it was outside of ourself. It was outside of ourselves. That was part of the issue. Okay. So a couple of things you touched on that I want to just circle and highlight because very, very powerful and true. There was a balancing of earthly matters and spiritual matters happening here because it's intuitively listening and giving yourself space to tune into self for you. It's running for others. It's sitting in silence or going to the lake or or to a waterfall, you know, wherever that is for you, go sit by a tree, but finding our place to be in nature, in silence, allowing for the, for nature to speak to us if we need that and, or listening to our own higher knowing. And then that second piece is looking at what's in front of you, like what's actually happening and not putting the blinders on saying, everything is fine. There's no weeds. Everything's perfect. When in fact, the give and take is not necessarily happening as an energetic match for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's so fun is I've actually had my accountant pointed out to me before you realize that you're putting more hours, like your ROI is like n- almost nothing on that, but yet you put so much time in it. And I'm like, I know, but I really love it. And then we have to make that decision. Is mm-hmm. it really sustainable? And it's mm-hmm. hard. It is so, so hard, but we have to look at both. And I, I feel like that seems to be really ultimately the two things that we need, but how do we know when it's an intuitive hit versus an outer influence? Cause we're all being exposed, whether we're on social media or we're reading that great leadership book, or we're talking to a friend, like we're getting those hits. And sometimes it's the universe being a mirror and saying, Hey, pay attention. And other times it's our ego, which I love my ego. I don't know about you, but I'm friends with my ego, right? Yeah. But it's my ego saying, I can do that. I should do that. There's a difference, right? So how do we know the difference? Like, how do you manage that? I think that's a really good point that you make that um, (laughs) my ego thinks there's nothing it can't do. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I feel you. For me, you're already asking the deeper question to yourself on a regular basis. You know, in my experience, it's like, what's next? That might be a question that I would ask, right? Or is this phase complete? I may ask that question 
And then I have may have forgotten that I asked that question. And then what typically happens is when the voice comes, it's so clear and it's, and it's loving. Right. I agree. And that's when I know, oh, I did ask for an answer to this problem. And here it is. And yes. it doesn't look, I had an idea. I mean, for, you know, and I can, and I shared this with you earlier, you know, it's like, for me, the recent pivot has just come in the last couple of months. And when the voice came, what came first was a sense of love. Mm. And for me, it's a sense of love for the earth and for, for the land that I live on, right? And then the message was, it's time. And I knew what that meant. There's, there was my message to pivot. It's time to do something new. And the new thing was already coming in. And I know for a lot of us, that new thing, that other thing has already, the seeds already been planted, either by something that you may have seen on social media, a conversation that you have, or it's just another aspect of your dream, of your passion that's just been gestating there, right? And something can invoke it. But typically what I would say is it's a clear voice with a loving intent. I love that. All right, so I wanna share with you kind of the way I've been processing it because I've actually had two big hits in the past six months. It was like, all of a sudden it's time we're doing the thing. But I spent 18 months, honestly, it's never taken me this long except maybe when I was still in corporate America and I was so busy that I wasn't stopping to listen enough, right? Mm -hmm. I, I was afraid to act on the, the nudge. But in this case, it felt, not saying it was the case because I maybe I wasn't listening. <laughs> I mm -hmm. felt like it took a year and a half for the answer to come. Mm -hmm. I was embarking on a, a specific journey in the fall of 2020. I had a plan. And it was called soul leadership. It was going to be a container for leaders. It was a plan. And, and then it became something else. I named it something else and it became another thing. And then I just kept trying to throw a noodle at a wall that wouldn't stick. And I, I felt so lost. Like it didn't feel like in my alignment, but I didn't understand why. Mm -hmm. And every day I would wake up hold space for myself. And I would work. I had my private clients and I would do this and that. And I would offer, you know, a winter solstice celebration. I would, I was still, I was still out there, but I was very, very quiet. And it felt like I was never going to step out and have a big shift again. I almost wondered if I was done with this part of my business of being of service and, and doing this work. 18 months, like almost a full 18 months because it was September and my lightning strike is what I call it. My lightning strike moment was at the very end of July of this past year and everything lit. Like I could see the entire landscape and I needed that moment. And like you said, I kind of questioned what it was I was being called to do. And it ended up being the wave society, which is a community community for soul led ambitious leaders, business owners, right? Like, so here's this thing, like what I probably needed that, that whole 18 months, I was then meant to create. Mm -hmm. And, and then, and so it felt very like masculine and like here and now, boom. And it was fully downloaded so fast. And then I had the second hit come up in November and I was in a meditation and it was such a soft voice. And it was like, it's time to now do this. And it was about sharing my gifts and teaching people how to do the thing that I had been doing for the past 12 years. And I thought, really? No, no, that's not me. And we get all like, but the voice was so soft. And I feel like my, my energy field, everything around me just marinated in that. And then within two weeks time, I was ready to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to trust. I'm going to do it. So it's, there's different energies that have happened for me. I don't know if you've had the shove and then the gentle, like I've had both and both in the last six months. And it's almost like, because I am now listening after the lightning bolt moment, the lightning strike hit. Now I am listening that now it could be quieter. <laughs> like, I think I need, I got yelled at. 
I've had both where it's taken two years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been, you know, that was in 2017, similar to your around the same time. I think that has to do with, you know, uh, we're entering into different phases of our life too. Right. This time it came, it, it took me about three months to, you know, to recognize I took three months off from October until January this last year. Because if I kept going the way that I was, I mean, I did a lot of things last year. Last year was a productive year. And I allowed myself to take that time off. And then I could hear it didn't take long, you know, three months. And when I heard the voice, okay, I knew exactly what to do the next step. And that's what I've been working on for the last month is that shift. And it still has some um, interesting pieces that I'm not. I'm aligning with, yes. And, and you know, when we, you and I were talking about this, you know, the soul earlier, right? And we talk about being soul entrepreneurs. Yes. And you know, I look at the soul as the as the aspect of my humanness that wants to experience this life. It's the one that wants to play and and um, have the experience that spirit. Has, is guiding me to right that voice that I heard was spirit telling me it's time and my soul going uh-uh last time we went on one of your adventures it was scary right <laughs> and I couldn't see where I was going right? <laughs> so I think when we're talking about being a soul entrepreneur it's about getting the soul on board yeah. and in alignment with this aspect of business that is a doing part. It's part of our human experience to do, to do, right? And to me, businesses, when we're looking at numbers and we're running the numbers and we're advertising and we're marketing, these are all the doing aspects of the business that our soul resists because it want my soul wants to play and have fun. Yes. And it wants to do whatever it wants to do when it feels like doing it, right? spirit calls it's that means it's time to go and so for me it's been a a few weeks of getting my soul in alignment with what spirit is asking me to do yes yeah and that's where I think is the resistance a lot of times we talk about that resistance is coming from our egoic mind I don't think our ego cares at the end of the day, the ego is going to go along with whatever. But if the soul is not in alignment mm-hmm. with what spirit is asking to create, because spirit is the one that's infusing the the soul with the with this with the information it needs to move forward. Yes, that's the part of myself I have to talk to. Yes, I love that you say that. You have to have a conversation. You got to have soul, soul and spirit. I want to say soul and self because that's my terms I tend to use, but soul and spirit, I can, I can follow along because I love this conversation. We already kind of deep dived in this. uh, Sorry guys, I didn't press record sooner. Uh, We kind of played with this before we started recording and yes, like we need to have that conversation. We need to create a container for that conversation. And there was a time in 2021 when I had this beautiful channeling experience with a client, I was working with a client and in the, cause I do meditation, but I really do healing work through meditation. Right. So we we go into the meditation and all of a sudden it's very, it's as clear as possible, like soul and self. And they are two different parts of me or spirit and soul. And it's like, like making the soul feel safe again. Like, Oh, it's going to be okay trust that this is the path, that this is the right thing for you at this time. This is in your best alignment. And soul sometimes has wounds to overcome challenges, fear, like fear is our human experience. So we soul just wants to be at the vibration of love all the time. Like who doesn't, Mm -hmm. right? So we almost have to like rebuild that trust and let soul know it's going to be okay. We got this we got this. You're not going to be let down. And I, you know, and so there is that, that still has to happen and it might not be conscious for everyone. 
I consciously do that work. I think you're consciously doing that work, but not, it's not natural for everyone to do that without a guide helping them do it. Um, But just have faith, have faith in the fact that there's some subconscious work happening. And when Mm -hmm. that alignment hits, that's when you go now, now is my time. And I believe we all peak at the right moment. I really do believe that. I think we, we hit multiple crossroads or mile markers, however you want to visualize it, where it's our time to show up and serve in whatever way that is, that is sacred to your soul and what your soul is here mm-hmm. to do. It's scary though. There's so many fears around it. And I always worry that I'm not going to show up and be the thing I need to be in this lifetime, which mm-hmm. I know consciously is silly because divine beings and it's going to be okay. But I think a lot of our listeners have those fears too. Like, what if, what if I do the wrong thing? What if I waste a year of my life? What if, (laughs) what's your take on that for someone listening? Who's like, but, but I'm scared. Like, what would you say to them? You know, in, in, in my experience and recognizing getting my soul on board. Yes. My soul was scared because the, the journey that my spirit took me on up until now was some deep dives into some dark places, right? And and I truly believe, we talk about the evolution of humanity right now. We're evolving at such a fast pace that, and I say this in a positive way, whether you did work with an energy healer, a therapist, uh, a friend, whatever, on that soul level, that deep, dark suffering work is complete because we are moving into a time, I believe, where it is unity, it is community, and our soul has been separated from all of these things. So the conversation I had to have just this morning with my soul was like, no, those journeys, we already went on those journeys of disconnection and they're complete. Mm -hmm. And now we're moving into unity, into a we. And now this adventure we're going on, as my spirit is speaking to my soul, is a we adventure. We're doing this together. Yes. And so I think what I'm saying to everyone out there is you've got to have that conversation, that deeper conversation with your soul and get it on board because it's scared, right? Mm -hmm. It's scared because some of the experiences that some of us may have had, I mean, I think that all of our adventures are are to different degrees of of severity or separation. That's what it was. And it was a journey of separation. And the soul doesn't quite know that it's not separated yet. Yes, I love that. We have to have that moment of understanding that we are being held. We are supported. Yeah. And I think this is, we have two voices in our head. Yes. Right. Yep. It's getting both of these voices to agree to this new journey of how we serve in the world. Yeah, I like it. And I don't think I ever have had that conversation with my my two selves or two voices. Yes. Um, two parts of myself, you know, to my masculine and feminine. I can, t- I can give you all kinds of different words and versions of interpretations of it, but to really sit down and say, hey, can we agree to do this? Yep. It's powerful. I will tell you it is powerful. I learned so much about my, I did my own healing work. I did my own process and, uh, woo, it was huge. And there's more of it still streaming through me. I'm reactivating that conversation. So mm-hmm. I love that we're having this chat right now. Cause it's coming through. I'm feeling that same connection. And one of the things that I also am getting is that this is the year, this energy, this frequency of this year is about hopping on that wave, that there is a wave that's beginning and it is a wave of healing. There is a wave of unity and community and that scarcity and all of that fear. It's being transmuted into something really beautiful. And it's going to look different for all of us. Like Mm -hmm. it's not one size fits all. 
but get on that darn wave, get on the wave. Even if you have no idea, even if you're doggy paddling and you only have a boogie board, you don't have a surfboard, whatever that visual looks like for you, like just get on it and be in faith. And, and I think we can do small actions to do that. It doesn't have to be big, but I do think that there is ease in this energy. There's some ease to it. Like you, you mm-hmm. come in with your intention and you start taking actions towards that intention. And that universe is going to meet you like that. You're going to meet mm-hmm. the right person that's going to help you do the thing, or you're going to, you're going to come across the right book. You're going to listen to the right pod, like whatever mm-hmm. podcast or what, whatever it is, it's going to meet you. Your job is just to set your intention and start to step forward and start taking those powerful action steps to get you there. And, and we know this, but I think we need to be reminded of that. And so that sacred business pivot is all about that. It's about Mm -hmm. trusting and going, okay, this is what I'm being told I need to show up and do. So I'm going to take that first step and do it. And let's see, let's see what happens and then take another step. And then let's see what happens and then take another step. But I, but I love how we got on our call today and we haven't talked in almost two months mm-hmm. and we're like, so in the same place right now. And it excites me because we're both getting that same information, which tells me that there is sacred golden threads that are being streamed to all of us. We all have access to that. Now, Denise and I just happen to be somewhat of messengers to this message today. And this is maybe you tuned in because you're like, should I add, you know, this new thing to my business? Well, sure. If it feels aligned, (laughs) but really you're here to listen to this new activation that we're receiving that we're all receiving right now, Mm -hmm. reach your hand up and grab it. It's there for the taking. It, it, It definitely is. And, and ride the wave and, you know, to, you know, the other thing we're talking about too is um, the, there is a lot of scarcity in the world. You know, I'm not going to deny that we can, you can, I mean, how can you not drive drive to any downtown area and you'll see it, right? Yes. But also know that you're moving through that on a collective level. So yes, you're going to feel it, and, and probably, um, you know, in Joy's teachings, is getting you to recognize that that scarcity isn't yours. Right. Right. It's not yours. You know, <laughs> this brings me back to that sacred business thing. So many businesses are closing or, you know, individuals who call themselves entrepreneurs are going to get the J-O-B and there's nothing wrong with that. We all are divinely aligned in whatever way we are aligned. And I'm in true belief in that. And we're all pivoting in one way or another. Our job is to show up and serve. So we have to be in our alignment to know how to serve. And there are seasons in your business. There are seasons. There are seasons in our economic landscape. Not that this is a financial conversation, but you touched on it. And I feel very excited about it and passionate about it. You've got to shift. You've got to change with the seasons. You cannot do the thing that was working. That's kind of how we started this conversation today. And it's a season. It's a season. It's nothing's permanent. Nothing's fixed. It's all fluid. So be in that flow, be in that trust and continue to ask yourself, how can I show up and serve? It's going to look a little different. Maybe people can't afford to work with you privately anymore, but they're now wanting to be in a group environment, which is a win-win because it's all about community right now. So show up and serve in community, like mm-hmm. find your way, find your connection. You know, I, I do say that those of us who will walk through this still in that soulpreneur space, we will find ourselves abundant and in more ways than one. But let's meet all our abundant needs. Let's allow all of that to come. And let's just be in trust. It's okay if you offer an online course for $47. No one's going to shame you because you're still serving. Trust. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you charge 470 It's really up to each of us. We have to touch in to that alignment and that call. I, again, I just had to say something about it because I've been feeling it and I've been teaching it in my 
cohort group. And I thought, oh my gosh, I got to touch on this because it's a big one, especially right now with the big, you know, recession word out there. And we don't need to be afraid. We need to be going within. Yep. And that in me, like you said, we're just, we're riding. This is part of the way. Yeah. You know, and um, part of the, what I'm seeing in myself is part of that down cycle of the wave in, in this is where the pivot happens. Yes. Yes. This is where the pivot happens. And what happens in that down cycle of the pivoting wave, I call it with, when we come into the down cycle, we're coming in there as the genius. We know it all. Yes. But the other part of the down cycle is we become the autistic one. We forget all. So we're, we're walking this. I know it all, but I know nothing. Because we are entering into that, moving into that up cycle of the new self, of the new way of doing something. So it's knowing in that down cycle, there, what happens for me is there becomes a lot of mind chatter. There, there comes that self-doubt. There comes that financial loss of some sort. There, there becomes a loss. Mm either of your sense of self or money or something um, that causes you to pivot, to yes. make the pivot. And unfortunately, that's the dichotomy in which we live in. There, you know, we, We've got to have something positive or negative because we are energy, right? And we think of a battery, positive and negative. When, so without the two, there can be no spark. They're going to be love no that. Girl, I love that metaphor. <laughs> oh my goodness. So know that when, for me, when things start to fall apart, that's the indication that it's time to pivot. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's what happens in my own resistance is that I'm not ready to pivot when all those things, it was working, right. it was working, things right. were I don't want to change anything because now I have to turn the boat around. And I was just describing this to one of my clients the other day. It's like, here we got the cruise ship and you know, a cruise ship's a big boat, right? And it's it coming along. Yes. And suddenly you have to pivot. And that's a long, slow turn to get mm-hmm. that boat to make that turn, right? And it's that when we're making that U-turn, that's the area where we don't want to go because that's more work, new ideas. There's loss of control. There's um, there's fear there. There's all kinds of stuff that happens in that pivoting wave that are all telltale signs. Something better is happening, right? We need that energy, I guess, is what I'm saying from that um, negative experience. We do tell us to move. And unfortunately, that's the law of the earth plane. Agreed. I agree. And we all are having different experiences, but yet we're all here together. So it's the same lessons and frequencies are are here and available to all of us. And yet we're all still having a very different experience. And it's a, it's a bit tricky and it's painful. Like you said, when you're in that U-turn, stage and you're like, but maybe I'll try this. Oh, oh, maybe this. And you just waste a month of your, of your existence trying to do a thing that just didn't fit you, you know? And I look at this podcast, for example, you know, I have been doing it since June of 2020. I can't believe I just had my hundredth episode and I, I, it's mind blowing to me that I'm here. And I, this was the right thing for me. Like this was my, this was the one thing that I knew was my, like, this is my alignment. This is my platform. I love to just come in and just share what's on my heart and my mind and what's moving for me. And I love having people like you on who come in and we have these amazing conversations. And this is that soul food that I can give. And it's just in my alignment. Now, not everything was working in my life that way. There was a lot of stuff I was doing that was goofy 
or goofy footed, I think about when I'm snowboarding, you know, like, <laughs> like it wasn't quite right. Like it wasn't my fit. It wasn't meant for me, but I had to try it on. I had to play. I had to maybe waste some time, but I sure learned a ton. Like I have all of that. And I think now to what I'm doing, I'm like all of that I'm now bringing with me. There's nothing that is a waste. So if you've been wasting your time, or if you find yourself wasting your time or how you think of it, I take a breath with it and just be like, nope, that's okay. Because I learned what, now I know what I am and I know what I'm not. And that's a beautiful transformation for sure. Turning the boat around. I like it. I mean, we always said it, you know, business and entrepreneurship is, it's always about trying something new. Yes. And expect to fail, right? Expect it not to work until it does work. And that's what an entrepreneur is, is, you know, you keep trying new stuff. If you don't try anything new and you keep doing the same thing, you're just going to get the same result, which is nothing sometimes. Yes. been there before. And that's my ego that won't let the plan go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, we can yes. self-sabotage all day long. I mean, we're really good at that, you know? And, um, you know, so sometimes it's just, like you said, put this $47 program out there, see what happens, right? You never know. You're going to meet that one person, right? That's, yeah. that's going to be the ideal client. And I think of, I think part of the soul journey so entrepreneur journey for me has been honing in on who that person is. I think that's, and I think that really that honing in has come from, from me getting more and more clear on me. Yes. Yep. Getting that, you know, getting that soul self or that soul spirit in alignment. And that's what's going to attract, you know, as my spirit told me this morning, that is the flow being in alignment with my soul, my soul being in alignment with my spirit, as opposed to my soul being aligned with my head, right? Yes. <laughs> and in that alignment comes the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. And I think what's really just on the alignment conversation, I think what's really important is that we recognize that not every aspect of our life is going to be perfect, that it's a journey to be in alignment. And one of the things that I like to equate it to is when, and we can call them all different labels, but when mind, body, spirit is aligned and you feel that sync, you feel that synergy between all the levels of you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And every cell in your body is like, yes, this is the thing that's that like for me, that lightning strike, right? Like that click and you're like, okay. And now I'm going to, I'm going to act and behave from that point. And then everything starts to align. Mm-hmm. And when we're in that space, our job at that point is to recognize that we cannot be at that level all of the time, but that mm-hmm. we can, we must remember that, that moment, that connection, that knowing we have to remember it. And then we have to recognize that not our whole life is going to be perfect. We're still going to have fights with our spouses. We're still going to forget our keys and not bring them to the office to open the office door. It just happened to me two weeks ago. Like I, can't, I just drove an hour and a half and I can't open the door, you know, like things like that. Like things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're out of alignment necessarily. Sometimes it's just the world saying and the universe saying, Hey, pay attention slow down, remember who you are, but it doesn't mean you're done something wrong and your life will not always be all the good. It's going to have its challenges and the magic happens and how you walk through that stuff, the ick, and that's how you become energy rich. So to me, alignment is the beginning of really becoming energy rich. And when you're energy rich, you are fully, wholly magnetic no matter, well, as long as you're doing the thing you're supposed to be doing, but you're no mm-hmm. matter what the day brings, you have that energy that's rippling out. You're showing up, you're doing your best and imperfectly mm-hmm. and messy at times, I must say. <laughs> it is. It was, um, I was just um, with my granddaughter the other day and we were outside and we were running and then we were just walking. And the next thing I know, I, I rolled 
my ankle. Yeah. And, you know, and I, it, you know, it takes me down to the ground, right? <laughs> and in that moment, I realized that I was storing a lot of energy in that ankle and that it needed to pop and I was ignoring it. And that it, that experience had to happen to realign my energy in that moment. And it just happened to be my left side, which is all about the moving forward, right? It's, yes. it's about moving forward into the future. And that part of that, that stagnation in, in the, in that ankle, you know, was me resisting that moving forward. Yes. And then my body uh, automatically attuning itself in that moment. Now I could have looked at it as a bad experience, but in that moment, it's like, this is a body realigning itself. And, and it was like, oh, okay, that felt good. Instead of, instead of looking at it as something horrible happening, oh, I'm not paying attention. Um, You know, there's a bad energy here. It was really looking at it as, as a okay, this is a positive experience, just like leaving the keys. There were so many other things that happened after that. Yes. That was an understanding. And I think what, what to tie that into, you know, when to pivot, you know, it's taking each one of those moments and those cues as, ah, yep, I'm on the right path. Yep. Like spraining my ankle is telling me I'm on the right path. I'm moving forward. I'm, I'm that energy that energy that was holding me back is now gone. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because you're right. There's this like shaming <laughs> that takes place. And I'm um, like, right now we're recording and I I've fallen ill. Well, I know why I know exactly why. And, but I'm not going to shame myself around it. It's like, no, well, of course it did. Of course, this is what needs to happen right now. So I'm getting an upgrade. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you yes. universe for my upgrade. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving and grooving. I'm upgrading. Yes. How about you? You know, and we just need to trust. And what's beautiful is if you embrace that, you heal so much faster. It's amazing. Yes. Like actually the energy of your ankle, I'm sure is healing has healed at a whole other level because you saw it for what it was. And yes, that we want to be aware of what's happening in our body, but we don't want to shame ourselves around it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It was funny because we were, we were out in public and, you know, I'm laying on the ground and normally I would have been, oh my God, you know, who's watching. But I, but in that, I go, yep, this needed to happen. I can feel it. Like it was such a relief, even though it hurt, it was still, there was a relief and there was an immediate understanding. And I guess the point is, is there's just a knowing that this is part of the deal. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh my gosh, Denise, we could just talk forever about this conversation. We could. <laughs> there's so much. So if there's someone out there right now dealing with that transition, if we're feeling resistant, we want to send you so much love. I send you so much mm-hmm. love. I hope yes. this episode is serving you and just reminds you to return to your own love. That is the answer. The love will help guide you. And you just, just remember to trust yourself in the process. Denise, is there like a last a bit of advice to that individual who's in this position? I think I would take it back to, you know, just stay in the present moment with it all. To me, that has been the biggest and most effective tool is to really stay present, even, you know, rolling on the ground with my ankle, you know, I was very present with it and feel it all, whatever it is. Yep. I like it. I like it so, so much. Because that is, that is movement of the energy is in, in that moment of just allowing it. Yeah. Allow that just to happen. It's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we, we, um, we remember what we're really made of and how strong and brave we are when we're in those moments, when we can actually be present and come back to love. Like, I don't know why I want to say that, but come back to love. Love is you. It's your true essence. You know, your, your soul is pure love, innocent, pure love, even, you know, it's not as, as complicated as we make it sometimes. All right. (laughs) 
So thank you. Thank you, Denise, so, so very much. And I love to ask my guests at the end of our episode, if there's anything that's really moving and inspiring you right now, that something our listeners would appreciate or enjoy besides your amazing book, which we'll be linking in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I said it, you know, um, right now for the first time in my life, I'm reading the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I've never been a fan of his, right? I, I could yeah. never read any of his books, but I am uh-huh. reading that The Power of Now. And now I understand why it took uh-huh. me so long to be able to read that book because now I'm in a space where I can receive that information um, of what that truly means. And so uh-huh. that would be uh, something that I would, you know, share is is that book. Because it, uh-huh. it, it is well written. Yes. Oh, I love that. I got full body goosebumps on that one. So that's a heck yes for my soul too. So thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. Again, we'll put the link in the show notes. So if anybody's like, wait, what was that book? It'll be in the show notes. You can click it and get it. And if it will be on Amazon, um, on our Apple podcast, it'll be in the show notes. Okay. But I'll have it in the show notes on my website as well. So either way, you can find it, click the link and you'll get there. Denise, my love, it is such an honor. I'm so grateful. I had this moment midway through our conversation where I was like, I'm so grateful for Denise. I'm so grateful for our friendship and our connection. And I look forward to continuing the journey and the pivots with you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Hey beauty, thank you for listening to another episode. I so appreciate you listening and being part of the growth of this podcast. This year, we increased our listenership by 77%, which means you are loving what is coming down the pipeline. So please share, review, do all the things so we can grow our community. And speaking of community, I want to give you a heartfelt invitation to join the Wave Society community. You can find us at Instagram, wavesociety.co. And of course, the link is in the show notes. Have a beautiful, blessed day, my friend. And until next time.